Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. Hi, my name is Damian Winchester, and this is the Super True Crime Podcast. Episode 4, Crocodile Tears. I'm Damian Winchester. Our story today deals with love, murder, and modern dinosaurs. It was five days before Christmas and Stephen Wright left his suburban home in his suburban neighborhood. It is 1999 Chevrolet Suburban. His destination, Lake Gitchigoo, Florida. A lake that Stephen was all too well familiar with. The lake was about an hour away from suburbia in a suburban. His tank, full of gas. His trunk, full of fishing gear. And sour gummy worms, which were his favorite snack. His second favorite snack being oatmeal cream pies. But those were too messy for the lake in the heat. And with the bugs and with the birds, the cream would heat up and mush inside the wrapper so that when you tried to open it, it would be stuck to the wrapper and hard to eat. The oatmeal pie part would be just fine though, just a little hot and squishy. But who wants to eat a dry, hot oatmeal cookie? Not you, certainly not Steven. The sour worms always held up no matter how hot and buggy it got on the lake. This fishing trip was a little different though, because this fishing trip, Steven would not return. He would do more than not return. He would vanish. Steven's brother Stefan and dozens of other local townsfolks such as the butcher from the Piggly Wiggly, Ed the old, elderly, and somewhat senile Walmart greeter, Peggy from Peggy's Daycare, Julie from Julie's Daycare, and even Martha from Martha's Daycare. Basically, all the daycare owners would spend the afternoon on the lake searching for Stephen. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission would also come in on the hunt, as well as two helicopters and four airboats. Fishing would have to be stopped for the day. It was just too noisy with all those people, helicopters, and boats about. Old Man Jones would later recall it was noisy and the fish were not having it. Later that same evening, Branston Caldwell, Stephen's best friend, even though Branston was best friends with Bill Kelp, would find Stephen's boat the boat was empty, painted blue just like when Stephen bought it. It was full of gas, duck decoys, fishing lures, three bags of unopened sour gummy worms, which was weird because Stephen always packed four on his trips, and two overheated oatmeal cream pies. Something didn't add up though, because we just talked about how the oatmeal cream pies were not a good snack to take in the Florida heat yet. There they were, and just as predicted, the cream was oozing 
all over the inside wrapper. Steven and his best friend Branston and his best friend Bill had all gone to high school together. They were close, but they were not close anymore because Steven was missing. The search for Steven continued for 14 more days. On the 10th day, a searcher by the name of Gerald One Knee Collins found what looked like a hat floating on top of the water. Gerald had earned the nickname One Knee due to the fact that when he kneeled, it was always only on one knee. The search would continue for another 43 days in hopes to find Stephen's body or at least the one missing bag of sour gummy worms. Gerald One Knee suggested that Stephen had drowned and possibly been eaten by the local alligators that roamed the lake. He also suggested the missing bag of sour gummy worms had fallen prey to the creatures as well. Several experienced hunters and the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission confirmed this hypothesis. Marty Simmons from the Channel 6 Super Doppler Radar Weather Team suggested that the theory was crap. He said, The day of Stephen's disappearance, a cold front was moving in. He remembered it well because he had to cover his mother's begonias, and he hated covering his mother's begonias. Why couldn't his mother just cover her own begonias? She wanted the damn flowers so much, she should just take care of them herself. Now mind you, Marty Simmons from the Channel 6 Super Doppler Radar weather team's mother was 88 and had trouble bending over. But that still made him a bit irritated at the task. Ronald, a nobody from the town, reminded Marty that he should be grateful that his mother was still alive and he would miss her one day when she would end up being eaten by alligators just like Stephen. And Marty just replied, Shut up, Ronald! No one asked you. Alligators don't do much when it's cold, was Marty's point. Alligators don't eat when it's cold. Alligators are like bears. They go into hibernation. Alligators are not like bears in the fact that alligators have no fur. It wasn't until eight months later that the lake gave up something to the search parties. It was a pair of tan, chest-high waders and the missing bag of sour gummy worms, still sealed and still fresh. The gummy worms remain sealed. This was certainly a clue. This confirmed that Stephen wasn't eaten by an alligator, because as much as alligators love white human 30-something males, they also love sour gummy worms. Now, during all these months of searching, Stephen's wife, D-Nice, had been left to fend for herself and their 18-month-old daughter, D-Nice Jr. Fortunately, Stephen, a successful house flipper, had taken out a 1.75 million life insurance policy. Stephen's best friend, Branston, and his best friend, Bill, were insurance brokers and had sold some of the policies and also helped D-Nice find a lawyer to get a presumptive death certificate in only seven months. A process that usually takes a lot longer in Florida. Like, way longer. The red tape in Florida is as ridiculous as the fishing. So he called up Stephen's best friend, Branston, 
not his best friend Bill, for some more answers. Hello, this is Damien Winchester of the Super True Crime Podcast. Yeah, never heard of you. You've never heard of the Super True Crime Podcast? I have heard of the podcast. I've just never heard of you. I'm the host, Damian Winchester. I I met a Winchester once, if I remember. Back in 98. I think he said his name was Larry. That's my uncle. Memory served me right. He was kind of a rude SOB. That's my uncle. Well, why exactly are you calling? I want to talk to you about your best friend Steven's disappearance. Well, well, my, my best friend is named Bill, so I think you have the wrong guy. You and Bill wrote a 1.75 million life insurance policy on Steven. Do you remember that? Well, yes, yes. Uh, it was because he was doomed to be eaten by an alligator. So we wrote that insurance policy so that when he was, his sexy <laughs> wife... D-Nice would be taken care of. How do you know he would be eaten by an alligator one day? Well, well, several things. One, we live in Florida. Okay. Two, whenever Stephen would go fishing, he would taunt the alligators. In what way? Well, he would stand at the edge of the boat. He would scream out at the alligators, Look at me, big old Stephen. Look at me. I bet you can't eat me, you dumb alligators. And then he would dangle over the edge, put a sour gummy worm in his mouth, and he'd pretend to feed him like some sort of three-ring circus performer. (laughs) That is taunting. That is why (laughs) Sexy D-Nice would come to me to write up that insurance policy. Oh, she has curves that just won't quit, and he was asking for it. The curves? No. The insurance policy? No. To be eaten by an alligator. It's my understanding that an alligator would not have eaten Stephen that day. It was too cold. Some alligators wear mufflers. Mufflers? Like scarves? Yes, yes, like scarves. It keeps them warm during the colder months. Wouldn't the mufflers get all wet from the lake? Not if the mufflers were made of the same material they make pool noodles from. You have a point. Speaking of points... Weren't you recently divorced? Well, I was. I don't know how that has to do with anything with Stephen's death. And you recently remarried? I did. I can't be a widower forever. You divorced and remarried on the same day. I did. Lots of people do. You were married to D-Nice Wright, widower of Stephen Wright. I- I don't see what that has to do with anything. You also seem to know a lot about alligators. Why is that? Because I live in Florida. Try again. Why is that? Because I work for an insurance company. Try again. Why is that? Because I have a pet gator. 
Just what are you saying? Nothing. I'm just asking questions. Like, what is your favorite color? Blue. What is your favorite restaurant? TGI Friday. What is your favorite movie? Iron Man 2. Why did you kill Steven? Because I was having an affair with his wife. What? What? Nothing. Uh, do you think I need a lawyer? I don't know what for. Oh, okay. Well, well, goodbye. So it seemed Branston was in love with his best friend, Bill. A love they had to keep secret in their small, backwater Florida town. They also loved melty oatmeal cream pies. Something the community was not going to approve of. For now, Stephen is missing. The only one keeping the drive alive to find him is Stephen's mom. And she is not getting any younger. Hello? I was going to go visit Steven's mom later today. My, my condolences and all. Was wondering if you had any suggestions for uh, what type of casserole to bring. Like, like maybe one where an uh, untraceable secret ingredient can be added. Green bean. Oh, good call. Good call. I'm Damian Winchester, and this is the Super True Crime Podcast. I was hoping for to be pleasantly surprised, oy, oy. and we weren't. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network. Artist owned and loved. Hello, it's Chris. You've heard me before on this channel. Um, let me tell you, when we at the Podfix Network are running an advertisement, it's because we really believe in the company. We often go to the company and ask to work with them directly and then vet their product. And I'm really excited to be working with MeUndies. MeUndies offers a great quality product. I'm even wearing them right now. I would wear two pairs if I could. So we all know some are sweaty and hot, but your tushy doesn't have to be that way. With MeUndies light and breathable Micromoto fabric, you can stay comfy and cool all summer long. I don't know what Micromoto fabric is, but it feels incredible against my skin, and I would build a fort out of MeUndies and live in it if, you know, the wife and kids would 
let me. They have uh, super fun seasonal prints like Star Wars, Mickey Mouse, Jack and Sally. And, and don't worry if you're one of those people that doesn't want to have any fun in their underwear. You just want solid colors. They've got that too. Plus, they have tons of styles to choose from in sizes from extra small to 4XL. And I wish I was extra small. But that doesn't matter. You can bring the beach to your buttocks without ever leaving your living room. If you do dare to turn off the new season of Stranger Things and venture to the Pooler Beach, check out their new and improved swimwear styles. I like the one with sharks on it. They're soft, stretchy, and substantially made. Make it a soft summer with MeUndies. Now, since you're listening to me here at Podfix, uh, you have a great offer coming your way. For first-time purchasers, you get 15% off. If you sign up for their free-to-join membership, you can apply that 15% off to their already discounted membership prices. How cool is that? So to get 15% off your first order and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Podfix. That's P-O-D-F-I-X. MeUndies.com slash Podfix. And remember, stay fresh and cool, cheese bags.